Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, African American True Crime. Yes, I love true crime stories, but very seldom do I hear true crime stories about African Americans. So I created this podcast to share with my listeners about the true crimes that African Americans commit. So sit back, lend me your ears, and listen to some of the most horrendous crimes committed by My name is Queen Zoya Council, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. The headline of this article says, So diabolical and evil and subhuman, family of a slain woman shot dead while bound in Christmas lights, lashes out at two men sentenced in her murder. Shannon Ray Groom and Timothy Eugene Moore learned their fate in the slaying of Egypt Covington. Two Michigan men were sentenced to prison after admitting to breaking into a house to steal marijuana, but instead banging in or barging in on a woman watching a movie, then tying her up in Christmas lights and shooting her. Okay. Okay. This is crazy. This murder happened in Detroit in June of 2017. Egypt Covington, beautiful woman, 27. She was a singer and an account manager. And these two men were both from Toledo, Ohio. They broke into this woman's home. She was watching TV. They hog-tied her with Christmas lights. Then they took a pillow to muffle out the sound of the gun, and they shot her in the back of the head. Come on. Come on. What is going on here? The victim's sister, Jessica, pleaded with the judge to give the men the maximum punishment. When we know that individuals are so diabolical and evil and subhuman, it does not make sense to me that there is a chance that they will walk among the rest of us free. Okay, she ain't been listening to certain podcasts or reading certain stories because they be letting these motherfuckers get out. A third man, Shane Lamar Evans, 34, was sentenced to 15 to 25 years in May after pleading guilty to second degree murder. Because he agreed to testify against Moore and Groom. Authorities said Evans worked at the Covington's complex. It's an apartment complex. He knew her neighbor and that she kept marijuana at their home. The person was going out of town. So Evans had planned on stealing the drugs when the place was empty. Evans, Groom and Moore drove together. Evans pointed out which door to the duplex to break into. And he waited for him. Groom and more though. Now see, this is this is what's gonna happen. This is the crazy shit. Groom and more entered the wrong door. They went into co- 
Covington's place, they went into the wrong apartment. They tied her up in Christmas lights and shot her in the head. What in the world? Don't make no sense. It don't even make no sense why y'all trying to break into somebody's house and steal their drugs. I mean, come on, get a fucking job. Dude, get your get your money and get your own drugs your damn self. Why do like and then the guy points you to go you, you go in the wrong door. Like you go in there and you kill the wrong you kill this woman who is sitting there watching TV. You tie her up with with fucking uh a Christmas lights and put a pillow over her head and kill her. And you still don't get no drugs. What you got was some time though. But you didn't get no drugs. Arbor Brewing, the company where Covington worked, created a beer. A girl named Egypt. And it's a hazy golden ale brewed with pink guava and lemongrass in honor of her. As a tribute to her love and passion for life. And they said that the company, um, the, pre the proceeds from the sale of the beer will be donated to charities that support music scholarship, animal welfare, and victims of domestic abuse. They go on to say that Egypt possessed an energy that inspired every life she touched. She loved music and was quick to show compassion to those less fortunate than her. They were proud to call her a friend. And that is a powerful tribute to her to create a beer in her name now this ain't even a case of mistaken identity right this is a case of going to the wrong house now i have seen certain cases and stuff on tv with even the police and the fbi we know going to the wrong house busting in shooting and killing somebody because they went to the wrong house we're humans. I get that. We make mistakes. I get that. But when it comes to y'all trying to break into somebody's house or even with the law enforcement going to somebody going to the wrong house, y'all got to be up on point on that shit. For real. Because when you don't and you just go in without asking questions, without thinking, and you just, just hurt somebody and kill somebody for no apparent reason, there is a price to pay. There is a price to pay. And, it, and the family is like, no, you went in there and you killed, y'all killed my sister. Y'all killed my daughter. The, the, the brewing company that she worked for, creating a beer, that lets you know that this woman was loved by so many people. She helped so many people. But people don't think, like, I'm not, I'm sure it's not just, um, 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 us African-Americans who don't think this is a lot of people don't think this is something that happens all the time. And you know, and I don't want to hear that shit where, where, where people will say, well, you know, uh, um, it was just their time to go and, and that was how they had to go and all this other kind of stuff. No, I don't want to hear that. Cause even if it was, Still, y'all got to stop doing this shit for real. People are being hurt. 
The families are being left behind to pick up the pieces. We know we got to die and leave here, but we want to do it on natural causes, getting old. If we're sick, things like that, not because somebody done broke into our house because it was a mistaken identity and they want to, you know, what the hell? It's, it's just not okay with me. Evans go on to tell the Covington family in court. I don't know what to say. I ask for forgiveness, but I understand if you don't forgive me, but I am truly sorry. You should have been thinking about that shit before you called her. I mean, before you killed her. Shit. Going through the wrong door. She's sitting there watching a movie. Come on. This shit don't make sense to me. And I'm, you know, and like I said, you know, we go through things, things happen, but yo. So I want y'all to listen to what he said in jail. Hold on a minute. My name's Tina Covington. My name's Tina Covington. Egypt was a shining light. She touched so many lives. She was a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a godmother, and a friend to many. When she walked into the room, her beautiful smile made everyone feel special. Since we'd lost her, there's not one day I don't think about how I don't understand why my baby, my youngest child, was taken away from us in such a violent way. She was home. She was supposed to be in a place that was safe for her. I pray that no parent has to ever feel the pain of losing a child is such a senseless act of evil. Your Honor, this loss has torn me apart. It's also torn my family apart for almost six years now. And a loss like this changes the DNA of a family like no one would ever expect. We will fill this forever. Through all that, through knowing what happened, my innocent child, and through knowing who she was, the man stayed silent. He is not fit for the moral standard of society and in no way should receive less than the maximum sentence of 25 years. He was the key to the crime for its inception and could have been the key to the family's healing, but he chose not to. His silence for years means he was not sorry and should receive the maximum sentence allowed by law. 25 years is nothing compared to the lifetime of pain that he has already and senselessly caused that's inflicted so many.
standing in the right. Your microphones don't work. I just need everyone to speak loud. Good morning, Governor. My name is Jessica Covington. Um, I am Egypt's sister. Even standing here today, I still struggle, as many of my family members struggle, to understand how someone is there one moment, does nothing wrong, and isn't there the next moment. Um, my sister was 13 months younger than me. I had never known life without her. And to this day, it's still, when something like this happens, the people that love that person, the people that grew up with that person, the people that watched that person grow from their first breath, still have moments where it's almost like it's happening all over again because you can be fine, you can have a good day, and you can be celebrating something and something will tip you off and remember, oh, but she's not here. And you go through all the emotions all over again, even if it's just in a half second because you don't heal. Figure out how to do life. And I saw some cliche phrase one day, and, and, and it did help to make this make sense. If you lose a leg, you don't stop living. Or if you break a leg, you don't stop living. But you learn to function with a limp. And that limp never goes away, and I don't know how to express to anybody who has not lost someone unexpectedly how that feels, but this is the best way that I know how to tell you. And although the person at issue today, the boy at issue today, was not the one inside of her home and was not the one that pulled the trigger, he was the one that initiated the act that led to her death. was the one that went to school with her, that went to school with us. And he was the one that knew her as a human being. And he was also the one that once he realized what happened, did nothing. He is as culpable as the person that pulled the trigger. pray for his soul. I'm not there yet. I may never be there. But he deserves nothing less than the maximum because even the maximum does not bring her back. What is done cannot be undone. And so anything less than what can be given to him is even further from justice than the fact that she can't be Thank you. 
Your Honor, my name is Chuck Covington. I'm Egypt's father. Thank, thank you for the opportunity to speak. I want to first remember a, a beautiful soul who lived and loved. To remember the Egypt that she would have become. When I was last in town, our family visited her memorial with our nieces and nephews. Egypt loved kids, but will have none of her own. There'll be no walking down the aisle. There'll be no living her life and filling ours. As mentioned previously, a piece of me and my family died when she did. We will never, ever be the same. How can we ever live the same? There's an overwhelming sadness which now and will always be a part of me and the rest of my family. It's been a long, difficult road. The initial news, the shock, the disbelief, pain beyond words. Our family has, has been torn apart by this tragedy. Unpredictable and periodic episodes of anxiety, depression, dysfunction. That's what our family's been going through day after day, year after year. And the struggle, as you see, continues. Our family is seeking, ju seeking justice for our daughter, Jacqueline, Elizabeth, Egypt, Covington. Jacqueline, Elizabeth, Egypt, Covington. The defendant's actions led to the death of my daughter. Had he not been for this, for this defendant, my daughter would be alive today. He struck the match which led to the fire that extinguished her. The defendant is an indiv individual who has no regard for human life. The, the defendant has expressed no credible remorse or explanation for what he did. He's shown that he cannot and should not be part of society. The defendant is an individual who had the opportunity six years ago to come forth. Six years that our family was wondering and waiting and waiting and waiting. He could have stepped forward in June of 2017. He didn't. Year after year after year, he did nothing. We were left desperately searching, searching for answers and some type of results. Year after year, law enforcement agencies worked to find out what happened. And there are many hours of hard work and investigators and with the collaboration of the Van Buren Police Department, the um, Michigan State Police, Sheriff's, the Wayne County Sheriff's Department and Oakland County's Computer Crimes Unit, the defendant was caught. 
But what did he do after he was caught? He acted still only to benefit himself. He first tried to have himself declared incompetent, delaying trial. When that didn't work, at the last minute, at the last minute, he took a plea deal. That deal wasn't for Egypt. It wasn't for justice. It wasn't for our family. That plea deal was just for him. And I understand how the legal system works, but it took a last minute plea deal to benefit himself and himself only. Let there be no mistake about that. It's time. And time is years overdue. The defendant deserves nothing less than the maximum sentence allowed. For my daughter, for my family, I'm asking that the judge impose the maximum sentence allowed under law. Thank you, Your Honor. Wayne Turner, Jacqueline's brother. <clears throat> Jacqueline Elizabeth Egypt Covington. She was my sister. She meant the world to my family, as you can see. Um, but I also want to speak about the community. She was a huge part, had a huge influence on our community, our people that we talk with and, and that she touched every single day. And it was all positive, and that was taken away. Egypt impacted so many with her voice. Um, she impacted so many with her cheer. Uh, I want to express that. Um, not only was our family torn, but our community was torn. Um, my sister meant more to this society than, than anybody could ever know. And I just want to express that. And I do believe that with that said, that the defendant deserves a maximum. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. 
this is interesting. Okay, he wanted to have his family speak on behalf of him, but if the court will not allow that, then Mr. Adams will speak on behalf of his I would like to apologize to the Covington family. I'm sorry for each and every one for what I have did. I know I've, I've hurt, I hurt, I hurt y'all. I hurt, I hurt y'all, and I'm so sorry for what happened. And I, I don't know what to say because I lost somebody, so I understand your pain, but that doesn't meaning you know for me to do anything like that or to 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 do anything like i said i'm so sorry i with i was just asking for your forgiveness i understand if you don't want to forgive me but i'm truly sorry to the deepest part of my heart and this is just what i'm about to go through this time i have to go do that it would give me time to think and My name is Queen Zoya Counts. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Evil Lives Amongst Us, True Crimes of African Americans. Peace.